1: And welcome once again, everybody, to another edition of the show. Big Dave and Joe in the studios in South Florida bringing you poker action line. Uh, big tournament in town this week, uh, Joe. The uh, Seminole Hard Rock Rock and Roll Poker Open. I played in one of the events last night. A hundred fifty dollar buy in, and uh, didn't do so great. But uh, had hey, your usual
2: results. Is that what you're trying yeah, to tell me, basically. Big Dave?
1: Uh got some fun out of it. I played for, I think, about uh, two and a half hours uh, before I got knocked out and okay. uh, had some fun. But they were finishing up the uh, main event uh, this, today. Uh, last night they were playing down from 18 to 6, and uh, they had got down to the final table, one of the best final tables I've seen in a long time. Uh, the action was exciting. And uh, the first two, when they went to one table, uh, actually they were playing down to 6 for the for TV, but when they got down to ten, the first two knocked out were uh Dan Coleman and Sean Deeb. Wow. So that's a that's a huge start. Um big names in the event that made the final table. Uh two of the uh Seminole Hard Rock's own uh ambassadors that uh, wear the patch and, and help promote the site, uh Shetty Siddiqui and Daryl Fish. And uh Tom Marcese was at the final table. Uh, just an absolutely great uh, field. Uh, Ari Engel was at the final table, another wow, tremendous player. he uh, got down to the final two, the lesser-known players. One was a local, uh, Michael Newman, uh, who is a uh, former former when he was in the banking business, and uh, or I guess he's still in the banking business, but he worked on Wall Street uh, years ago. He's forty-eight years old, and he plays in all the t- in big tournaments down here, and he's a regular at the room. Uh, and Mata Symbolis, who's from Lithuania, was the other one that made the final table. So uh, Newman had about a 7-to-1 chip lead when they got down to head-to-head and took care of it in three hands. So <laughs> so Michael Newman wins the Rock and Roll Poker Open. Daryl Fish finished third. Shetty, uh, who is just a great guy, uh, and really has a very interesting story. I'll get to you in just a second. He finished in fourth place. Uh, Michael Newman won 374000 Daryl won 168K, uh, Shetty, 121K, and then uh, first two out on the final table. Ari Engel won 93,000, Tom Arcasey, 75.
0: Who got second?
1: Uh, Second was uh, Matas Symbolis, 262,000. Okay. But they shot it for Poker Night in America today. I was going to go by, but it got done pretty quick. Uh, Maybe around 4 o'clock this afternoon. I think they started at 1. uh, And they had some problems with the. uh, with the live feed, the live stream, so uh, I, I don't know how much of that got on the air, but they will be showing uh, that later in the year, uh, tape some of that, and then tomorrow and Friday they'll have uh, the cash games that usually when they come to town, they do some cash games on the TV show, so... Uh, some of that stuff will be fun to watch in the next couple of days. But uh, just a lot of great players, and including the tournament I played It just a small one. but uh, you know, How there many
0: entries in the one you were in? Over
1: 1,000 for the, I think there was nine sessions. Uh, this was the final day yesterday. Was I this was a
0: guarantee there. one?
1: Uh, I don't believe there was a guarantee.
0: Oh, yeah, I think there was. A half a million, maybe?
1: No, no, 100,000. 100,
0: 100,000, 100, yeah. 100, 000. 000. So the 150, right. 1,000 players, they got up to 150,000. Yeah,
1: so... Uh, They had 1,075 was the total. Uh, You know, people are buying in many times for sure. There's no question about that in a small tournament like that. But I had fun in uh, uh, another great tournament at the Hard Rock that, uh, you know, went off without a hitch.
0: (laughs) They've been doing this now for many years, so congratulations to them.
1: Uh, If we get a chance a little later, we will uh, run over some of that. But we do have a special guest tonight. He's going to join us after our first break. Uh, he'll be in the studio here uh, mark anton from the uh one of our major sponsors uh, since almost the beginning of the show atlantic west management, management group yep. is the uh the company and they are getting ready to launch a uh, a game that involves both poker and lottery and uh, we'll discuss uh you know the uh process of getting that uh, started and what's going to happen uh it's going to benefit uh, Education in the Caribbean, which is a really kind of a unique thing for poker to be involved with. But it's going to be an online poker game with a weekly tournament. And we'll talk all about that with Mark when uh, when he joins us uh, after our first break. But uh, certainly looking forward to, to discussing that. And, uh, you know, thank him for being a sponsor of the program. Yep, uh, for, for, many time, for, many, <laughs> for many years. For many years. Also, um, a few things to talk about, uh, including... Uh, uh, a robbery out in Las Vegas uh, at one of the poker rooms. The Bellagio K uh, poker cage was actually robbed uh, yesterday. Uh, we do the show here on Wednesday. So this was Tuesday afternoon at about 345 in the afternoon. Guy walked in with a mask and a gun, uh, went up to the cage. Most of the poker players did not even realize this was going on. They were busy looking at their hands. Um and he, there was an undisclosed amount of cash that he got away with. He got outside and uh, fled in his Chevy Chevy Cruise, which uh, the police have since recovered, but they have not found him yet. Uh, as they
0: of know who the person is, morning. was that his car? Well,
1: they got a lot of. Uh, Stuff on them. Uh, I mean,
0: because you know, you walk into a casino with a mask on, the the security, the, <laughs> the, the bells
1: and whistles should be going off right away. Yeah, I would think, I would think. Uh, but as you know, and uh, as as I know from my career working at a casino, um, they tell all the employees, and they go through a lot of training with robberies and and uh, security issues, and they tell you, you know, no money is worth your life, or, or to get uh, injured or possibly killed. So they convince you not to try to stop any anybody that's robbing the casino. Let them have the money. Let them go, and let security do their business. So, uh,
0: listen. Every time I hear of a robbery, I think of one movie. <laughs> that, that's Dog uh, uh, Day Afternoon. No, um, the one with George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Ocean's oh, uh, Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's yeah. Eleven. When they discussed the three most successful uh, people who have robbed casinos, I, I swear that you mentioned there was a robbery in a Vegas casino. You know, here here, here was the bronze medalist, the silver medalist, and the gold medalist. This guy actually got the taste there before they shot him, you know. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember. I'm I, I I've not seen that movie. You've, oh, no. you... I, one... Well, I mean, the first one and the third one were good. Yeah, the, the second one was bad, right? The second one yeah. sucked, unfortunately. Oceans 12. But Ocean's 11 and Ocean's 13 were outstanding, in my opinion. Well, I will check it out someday. But do you know that you mentioned this? It's funny, because I'm I'm almost 100% certain that it was the Bellagio... Who had po- who had chips taken from them? They did. Remember yeah, like that a guy came million in, chips. right? That, that was, the guy uh, couldn't do anything with because they're all they all have those. Uh, that was in 2010. And if if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the son of a judge out there, and uh, he was
1: wearing biker gear. Yeah, biker gear,
0: and he got away on a motorcycle. But you know, those chips, they can track them. I'm, and trust me when I tell you, um, I won't get into the details as as to why I had a ten thousand dollar Bellagio poker chip. But I did, and when I went to cash it, it was given to me for a debt that was owed, and I went to cash it out at the Bellagio because I happened to be going there. That's why they gave it to me. They, they, I mean, they, they, cash they, it, they almost threw me up against the wall, They, you know, third because degree. Because it was part of the robbery. No, no, no. It no? wasn't part of the robbery. This was way before the robbery, but they wanted to know. How I got a ten thousand dollar chip? Oh, okay, because I, they know that I didn't buy it from them. They know I didn't play in the poker room for it, and I, you know, I told them the truth. I had nothing to hide. I told them, "No, oh, listen, somebody owed me a debt. T- knew I was coming into town. I live in Miami, and he gave me the chip, and uh, I'm here to cash it." And, and then I, did they eventually cash it? Oh no, no, they 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 took about twenty minutes, fifteen twenty minutes. You know, not have to. Getting a manager and asking me and going through the – vetting the whole procedure, they finally gave me the the money. Okay. So um, the one thing that I do remember now is I didn't have to fill out any forms. That was my biggest concern when this gentleman gave me that that chip because I said, you know, I have to declare this now. What's going on? For some reason, I don't don't remember. You know, the only thing they knew was I was staying at the hotel. I guess they believed you. And they did, so (laughs) – but it seems to always be at the Bellagio.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, th- they haven't found the guy yet, but, uh, you know, I, I don't see how he could really actually get away with this.
0: <laughs> I don't either. I mean, if, especially if he was dumb enough Got to, to on have his own cameras. car. Uh,
1: he was wearing, what was he wearing? Uh, uh, no, I don't see He had that. to have what? walked
0: into the casino without a mask and then put it on. Because yeah, you're exactly. not getting past security a mask Yeah, he had a mask Yeah. he mask had, on.
1: had like a uh, bandage on his face and uh uh, actually pointed the uh, gun uh, had his back to the poker room, so it wasn't like a lot of people wanted to play the hero and come up and stop him. But uh, uh, thankfully, nobody was hurt, and uh, I'm sure they'll get their money back eventually.
0: Yeah, somehow I just don't believe these people will get away. They didn't mention the amount of money he got away with, did they? They did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like
1: to do that, I know. But...
0: You know, it's it's funny to know that there's cash in the cashier cage that's worth you taking that risk. Well, that was the one thing the police
1: said. Uh, No matter how much he uh, got away with, it's not enough to face a lifetime in prison. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, uh, a couple things we'll discuss later. Of course, we have our guests coming, so uh, we'll get to it a little bit later. But a huge story coming out today that... uh, Uh, Some of these senators have not given up uh, on trying to ban online poker. Uh, Lindsey Graham leading the charge, as usual. Uh, He sent a letter to the U.S. deputy attorney, uh, Rod Rosenstein, along with Dianne Feinstein, uh, who is a Democrat from California uh, in the uh, Bay Area. And uh, they asked him to reverse the YRAF clarification that came out in 2011, which is uh, old news, but... Uh, Again, this letter was absolutely uh, ridiculous. Uh, We'll go over some of that a little bit later. But uh, as we realize, uh, when that clarification came out, uh, kind of opened the door for online poker in the several states that do have it now, including Pennsylvania, well, which just yeah. passed.
0: How come they don't address the disgraceful uh, manner of they which don't. they put it on there? Yeah, exactly. Putting it with an anti-terrorist bill. Yeah. That's, that's kind of completely mind. disgraceful. Absolutely. You know, and insults the, 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 you know, the, the American public and into taking uh, in this, because they couldn't, they couldn't get it passed on its own merit.
1: Anyway, uh, John Pappas weighed in, the executive director of the Poker Players Alliance. We'll talk about his comments and some of that stuff. And if we get time, we'll talk a little bit about uh, how we're doing on uh, Pennsylvania online gaming and the status of that, and when people will be actually be able to play. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, we have covered that. But uh, and also uh, the Mo- the Molly Bloom movie is coming out. Uh, Molly's Game is the name of it. Uh, Adam Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin, I'm sorry, is the uh, uh, director and screenwriter. Uh, I don't think he write, wrote the entire screenplay by himself, but he I know this is his first directorial effort. Uh, the book came out uh, a couple of years ago, back in, uh, I guess, in 2014. And uh, they've been working on this movie for a while. It is, will be released nationally on December 22nd. So, uh Word has been good. They got uh, what was the ninety-five percent freshness rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which is uh, very high That's and a very nice, good. Nice percentage, so yeah. <laughs> 30, thirty-seven reviews thus far, and then the rating has been very good. Uh, Jessica Chastain is in the movie. Idris Elba, and uh, I think uh, uh, I'm trying to remember his name now. The, the
0: I don't know anybody <laughs> from this cast,
1: so you're on your own there, bud. <laughs> uh, I, I was trying to even think of another movie, but I, I lost good track of that. Anyway, uh, Jessica Chastain, Idris Elba, and a, and a really nice cast and a, and a good story as well. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that when the movie and comes Molly's, out. it's Molly's. It's called Molly's Game. On, Molly's uh, Game. December 22nd. We'll look forward to that. Anyway, let's take our first break in the program. When we come back, we'll have uh, Mark Anton from Atlantic West Management Group. Will join us after the break and talk about the game, which will benefit uh, residents of Antigua, Bar- Barbuda, uh, Barbados, the Bahamas, and even Cuba. That should be a big part of our discussion. They have uh, talked to Jamaica, St. Kitts, all the big islands down there, and will benefit education in those islands. And also give you a chance to play uh, poker for uh, what will amount to uh, lottery tickets uh, the more you play And the more you win, the more lottery tickets you'll get. So we'll talk all about uh, how that works when we return. You're listening to Poker Action Line. You can pick us up, as always, on the Hold'em Radio Network. uh, Usually on Friday or Saturday nights is a good time to pick us up on there. And, of course, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher.com. The Poker Fuse podcast page is another. Our website at
0: PokerActionLine.com. Or, of course, iTunes. You can download the show on iTunes. And, and before you go off, I think you wanted to say maybe Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Can't even remember. laughs> I couldn't even think of the movies he's been in, you know, just to to, to, to jog your memory.
0: Uh, but uh, you got the the rest of the cast there? Yes. Uh, they have um, the, Michael Cera. Yeah. Jeremy Strong. Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Brian DRC James. Graham Greene. Do you know that name, Graham not, Greene? I do not. Graham Green We're is a he's a Native now. American he's a Native Michael American Sarah. who's in uh, a in a lot of uh, obviously <laughs> training a, a Native American
1: Michael who who is of course in Juno
0: Yeah that's right that's right he was But in anyway
1: quality actors and uh Sarkin who did the West Wing and a lot of other TV series is uh trying to branch out into the film industry so look forward to watching that film when it comes out we'll be back with more of the show when we return you're listening to Poker Action Line here from South Florida and we'll be back after these messages
0: this is Poker Action
1: Line this is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com want to know what's really cool your charitable tax deductible donation every time you play PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com the feel good gateway to fun and prizes play free learn our system Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. Place your PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com
2: It is with sound mind and body that I, James Fredericks III, after fighting with all direct family members for decades, leave my entire fortune of $32 million to the one friend I had in the end. The package delivery guy, Matt Songer. Woohoo! Yeah! I had a feeling about this. Uh-huh! I'm rich! Oh, this cannot be happening.
1: Actually, it's not happening. What, what? And it never will. I don't get it. There aren't even people here. That's just one of those murmuring sound
2: effects. Seriously? Listen, if you want to have money in your future, don't rely on luck. Huh, put ten bucks away each month. Cook once in a while instead of eating out. Okay. Pay down your high-interest credit
1: card. Right. Small changes today, big bucks tomorrow.
2: So, no inheritance? Uh, no. Go to feedthepig.org for more free ideas. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council.
1: And just to be clear, no inheritance, right? Welcome back to the show, Big Dave and Joe, uh, along with our special guest, Mark Anton, who joins us here in the studio. Uh, Mark from Atlantic West Management Group, as I mentioned earlier, uh, has been a sponsor of the program since about the very beginning of the show. And uh, first of all, we thank you for all of that. Uh, we're glad to be here and we're closing in on the year number, our eighth year, the finish of our eighth year.
2: Yes, it seems like only yesterday. It does. <laughs> it does. Uh,
1: let me uh, start off. We'll get to all the aspects of the game. Uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean, which should be very familiar to our uh, listeners because uh, I've been voicing the spots for quite some time. And uh, we've been working on it for a long time, or the the company has been working on it for a long time. And we certainly look forward to uh, having that go. And it's now actually uh, functional and completely live. And the lottery aspect of the game will be coming around very soon. Uh, But I want to start off with a little bit of the history because, uh, you know, since the show started in 2000, of course, computers have been around for a while. But I can remember when I first met you, um, basically... Uh, computers were in their infantile stage and uh, now it's a regular part of our life that uh, is on our phones and, and is, we can't live without basically. But tell me how you got involved in, in computer programming.
2: Many years ago I had a uh, paper manufacturing company and I bought a uh, mainframe from IBM in I guess 1982 or 83 and uh, nobody knew what to do with it. There were no off-the-shelf programs, the uh, IBM programmers had no idea about business, and there was no books to read, no schools to go to, so I had to go into the instruction manual for that computer (laughs) and literally... Learn from scratch. Literally learn from scratch. Yeah.
1: I can remember uh, when the computers were such uh, bulky and big, and of course now they're on our phones and and little tiny things, but uh, in the beginning, uh, it's... probably was a lot of trial and error on your part, I'm sure.
2: To some degree. To some degree. A lot of the stuff just converted over from mechanical bookkeeping practices we had in those days.
1: Yeah, and, we, and I think we thought at one time it was basically a typewriter in a, in a new form, and now uh, you know, the uh, artificial intelligence has gotten to such a level that uh, it's incredible. Did you have any uh, inkling at that time what it would turn into?
2: Well, I kind of did because we were involved in manufacturing photographic uh, paper for the computer imaging area. So I did really I, I I understood where I was going.
1: You and Bill Gates, I guess that's about it. Huh?
2: Yeah, he <laughs> did a little <laughs> more. With, he did a little more with the knowledge than I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, somewhere along the line, you got involved uh, with the gambling aspect and, and online gaming. Uh, you know, at one time, uh, we thought that there was going to be, uh, you know worldwide online gaming everywhere for slots for table games and then somewhere poker got involved and, and became really popular around the year 2003 uh, you actually had some plans ahead of that but you got involved with the poker aspect of the game and we've been doing the show here for about eight years but you've been uh, uh, working on the poker aspect for quite some time
2: yes because the uh Logically, what they call the poker engine on a game is very complicated and took many years for 20 to 30 programmers to actually write it properly to cover all of the possibilities.
1: And did you uh, c- consult with other people as you were doing it as far as uh, putting this together, uh, learn from other companies, or basically they probably, a lot of them, learned from you?
2: Well, I think it's a two-way street. Yeah.
1: And... uh in 2003, the poker was getting uh, uh, very popular, and some of the companies started games in the mid-2000s until black, until uh, the UIGEA came around and kind of put a halt to everything. Um, we didn't see Black Friday until five years later, but uh, it's been a tough business to try to, uh, to bring a poker game around for people to play.
2: Yes, it has.
1: And... And... Uh, what are some of the obstacles you've encountered along the way? Uh,
2: well, getting the, involved? the biggest one, of course, is like with everything else with computers, available memory and bandwidth. Because it's one thing when you have a person playing against a computer, which is what most of the early games were. And then when you get people playing against other people and people joining tables, and let's say, for instance, a typical internet poker table has seats 10 people. When the 11th person comes, what happens? Well, in the case of the computer, we clone another table and go on and so on and so forth. Imagine a million people playing on 100,000 tables.
1: And then you have to, uh, as far as people adding the game, that's one aspect. But the other aspect is to make the turn as the tournament gets smaller and smaller, to handle that and move people from table to table, I'm sure.
2: Exactly, of course.
1: And... uh did did you do you actually play the game yourself? I mean, did you did you have to learn how to play or you kind of uh were a little trial and error by that?
2: Well, we simply bought the rules from Hoyle. Oh, I see.
1: Okay. So uh the card companies that have been around for years uh, actually uh uh had something to do with some of the major technology that's moved on.
2: Exactly. When we when we make any internet game, we have to follow the rules. In the case of blackjack, we follow the Las Vegas rules, there are stated rules and Right you just convert that into computer code.
1: When you first started your company, uh, what were your original goals? Uh, Tell me a little bit of how how you got involved in uh, starting that.
2: Originally we thought of ourselves more as promoting internet gaming and we uh, actually operated sites under a license from another company. Uh, That company had problems, as most of the original starters in the industry did, and we ended up uh, essentially losing our, our license. Okay. They uh, decided to keep our customers and all that good stuff. And <laughs> at that point, we were already involved in the development of the poker project and any card game. I mean, it's the same basic 52 cards in a deck. So you, it's, it's just the algorithms that, that that put the rules of the game in, whether it's poker or blackjack or, for that matter, old maid.
1: Uh, as as an American. Uh What are your thoughts about how the internet has evolved? I mean, there's been a the American government, the U.S. government, has always felt like, you know, they own the internet and uh, they can dictate everything. But it's a worldwide, obviously a worldwide thing that that uh, really nobody has control over, and it shouldn't be uh, subject to one country's laws over another.
2: Well, that's true, but it's not true that they don't have control. Certain countries do control their internet. China, for instance, controls their internet by. Uh, controlling what they call the uh, domain name service, the DNS. They can't control, you can get into any website if you know the IP address and the numbers, but uh, governments do and are putting more and more controls on the internet every day as they're putting more and more controls on most of our life.
1: Uh, there's been efforts to block uh, online gaming over the years. The UIGEA, I mentioned, Black Friday was when they used the banking industry to slow down the whole business, which was, they, they certainly didn't have any control, but they felt like if they had control of the people getting their money into companies and games, then that could stop them. And, and it really was pretty much very effective into to keeping online poker from uh, coming to fruition.
2: Exactly, but the thing is that... Uh there is no actual law against playing poker on the internet there's no law against playing slot machines on the internet, what there is a law against is a bank transmitting money for that purpose
1: right?
2: which is why some people tried to get around it with bitcoins, but that's that's a story for another day Yeah, exactly
1: uh the one that i don't understand yet uh but people are talking about fifty thousand dollars bitcoin and uh five hundred thousand even sometime in the future so uh, i guess it's something that i need to look at a little closer anyway uh uh the government uh ha- has slowed things down and it, if you had your way uh from the very beginning you would have liked to operate in this country but since it's impossible um it's been more of an international operation for you, in the Caribbean Islands, in Costa Rica, in different places. Uh, tell me about dealing with other countries and, and how you got uh, involved in that.
2: Well, originally we got involved with that because the only way to keep it legal, and we have never violated any law anywhere in At- Atlantic West has never, or myself, uh, was that I had to become a coast. I had to become a uh, an Antiguan resident. Okay. And I had to get apply for an antique and gaming license, which we did. And we had to operate under the current rules. And we, and we did that. And we did operate various games for, I think, about 18 months before they changed the law about the banking. And when we did that, we decided to uh, stop operating sites for the moment rather than run the risk of breaking any law anywhere and uh, decided to concentrate on the prog- programming effort and at that point we were selling software services whether it be part of the game or whole games to other people some of whom were breaking the law but not us.
1: Yeah, I know it's a very important to you in our conversations over the years that you, you didn't want to break any laws. And, and uh, people take shortcuts to get, uh, you know, to make money or get games off the ground. And uh, that's made it tougher for you because you want to follow the, the letter of the law.
2: Well, yes, uh, but slow and steady wins the race, yeah. as they like to say. Absolutely. Uh,
1: the new game, uh, Place Your Chips Caribbean, uh, has been in a test mode for, for a while and, and is now ready to go. And uh, you came up with a very unique idea of combining uh, charity and in uh, a lottery situation to uh, to have a poker game. So uh, tell us a little bit about that, how you came up with that idea, and uh and and how that benefits all these small islands that really need help in uh, in helping their students.
2: Well, we our origin is in Antigua. Our origin is in the Caribbean, and uh, we feel strongly that IT and computer sciences and programming is the only hope for these islands because they really d- cannot compete in manufacturing uh, current. Large agricultural companies have virtually put them out of the agriculture business. So their best bet is to learn computer programming. Okay. And our desire with this game is to benefit the students of the Caribbean. If you check our rules and regulations, for instance, people in these 10 islands cannot play on the site. They can play for fun, but they cannot play for real money because they're the ones that are benefiting from this. Right. So again, we pick ten countries, and uh, we're offering scholarships to the stu- to students. The only involvement that those countries have is their education minister does get to select which of the top students in that country will win will win the uh, scholarships.
1: And as you negotiate uh, getting this whole thing off the ground, tell us who you deal with and 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 the process of of working with that.
2: Well, we really don't deal with anybody other than the education ministers of the okay. countries because we have no business connection with any of these countries. The countries themselves receive no percentage of it. Uh, we divide the uh, dollars that are contributed. And by the way, we work on an annual membership. We do not pay. Everybody is, Everybody playing on our game site or on our lottery program is on what they call an even playing field. Okay. So you cannot buy extra tickets. You, you buy a membership for a year, you get 50 tickets every Monday morning, and each of those 50 tickets, you have a choice. You can pick six numbers and wait till Sunday's drawing. You can take some of the tickets and pick six numbers. You can let the computer pick six numbers, or you can convert as many of those 50 uh, tickets to poker points.
1: Poker chips, basically. Uh, basically, poker chips. Game. And there's going to be a tournament each week, uh, basically six six and a half days, uh, that starts on uh, I guess on a on a Sunday or.
2: No, it starts Monday morning. Mon-
1: Monday, okay. And then the pl- people can uh, buy more tickets if they want. No,
2: uh, they can't. Okay. Absolutely I'm, I'm, not. They can. They can. They get fifty tickets okay, every right, week. That's
1: right. Okay. Uh, but uh, and the tickets, of course, as I mentioned in the in the commercials, the stand on its own merit. You can't combine
2: any exactly, exactly.
1: But uh, you'll have your poker chips to play, and then the top finishers will win more lottery tickets. So people exactly. always, you know, nobody goes to the lottery store and plays one ticket. Basically, exactly. People, people want to have as many opportunities. We as like they can. to
2: think that we like to think that that enables you to use your poker playing skills to increase your odds of winning the lottery.
1: And uh, the tournament starts, and and if you lose all your chips, you're out.
2: You know, Absolutely. You're done for the
1: week. You got to wait till the next, next Monday, Monday, and you'll get fifty more tickets. Exactly. And uh, you're going to start with a cost of twenty nine ninety five
2: uh, for per year per year
1: for the subscription.
2: A Tax deductible twenty nine dollar and ninety five cent.
1: And there's a uh, there's a percentage that goes uh, to this program. There's a good percentage that's that's paid out to uh, to, to
2: 40% 40, Forty percent of the money goes towards prize payment. 40% goes directly into the scholarship fund. 15% is retained by Atlantic West Management Group for operating for the physical service. We run the service on right. our own cloud. Uh, and the additional 5% remaining is basically to cover the costs of, of administering the scholarships in each country, and that will... that's where all the money goes that's it
1: okay i want to talk a little bit more about the game but uh, we do need to take a break and and hear a little bit about uh atlantic west uh and uh the game coming up uh, as one of our commercials but uh we'll be right back we'll talk some more about it with mark anton from atlantic west management group uh been a sponsor of the program for a long time and we'll uh we'll talk a little bit more about what's going to happen here in the next uh, few months uh, next month or two, uh, actually, very right around the corner, just about ready to go, and uh, I know the people that listen to the program will like to hear about that as well. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages here on Poker Action Line.
2: This is Poker Action Line.
1: odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the play for free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the play for real game becomes available later this year. on the show, Big Dave, Joe, and our special guest, Mark Anton, from Atlantic West Management Group. And as we mentioned, uh, the game basically is a uh, weekly poker game. You get involved, uh, you'll, you'll have your uh, 29 dollars annual membership subscription, and with that you'll get 50, uh, 50 tickets each week. Uh if you if you're a lottery player, you don't know how to play poker, you still get involved because you can you can play the lottery with a 50 tickets each week. You
2: can pick six numbers or you can let the computer pick just like going to the 711.
1: And there'll be a drawing each uh Sunday at noon. Sunday at noon and uh so people will be able to uh see that uh online at your website and possibly also some television coverage of it. We hope. Okay. And uh Obviously, people will be able to get the numbers, find out if they won or not. Uh, the poker aspect, I think, is really interesting to me, and obviously for the show, uh, that people can actually do something to increase their chances to win, as you mentioned earlier, and as we say on the commercial. But you start with the fifty thousand points. You can use part of that, or the fifty thousand, uh, the fifty tickets. and each ticket, you can get fit, or fifty thousand. You units. get the fifty thousand units for that week, and you can turn that into say 300,000 tickets then you'll you'll be able to get six lottery tickets instead of one. Exactly. And uh there'll be prizes, weekly prizes for the top uh, one or two finishers? Yes, there will. And there'll be some sort of uh, board that people can see the standings, see how they're they're going and if they want to play crazy and try to tr- to win the top prize, they can do that or you can play more conservatively and uh just just uh work on earning more tickets. Yeah,
2: these statistics and numbers will appear uh, in real time at the at the upper right-hand corner of the screen.
1: The game has been uh, uh in a beta testing mode as we mentioned and people can play it uh could play it for several for the last uh, the several months and um, how do they uh they're they're going to look at a, a table... Uh, and uh, similar to probably a lot of games that are out there. Of course, there's going to be a place for advertising on the side. Tell us a little bit about what it's going to look like for people.
2: Pretty much like you just said. I mean, there's not that much variety in anybody's poker game other than the gingerbread on the graphics. Right. In reality, the game is the game. Our game is a standard, fully compliant Texas Hold'em game, which, by the way, has been ruled as a game of skill by most governments.
1: Right, exactly. As we've always talked about here on the show, no question about it. Uh so where do we go from here as far as when people can get on there and start?
2: We are planning to start the real money part of the game on January 1st of 2018, which is really right around the corner. Just about on yeah, it's the around the corner. <laughs> uh if we don't have sufficient sign-ups to offer large prizes, we will offer a fixed prize until we build up the reserve to do that. We're uh, we there's no outside financing of this game. Okay.
1: And if people uh are getting involved and they can tell all their friends about it, obviously the more the merrier and uh basically we'll give them a better chance to uh to uh have the regular competition at the tables and that sort of thing. Exactly. And uh Place Your Chips Caribbean is the is the site and to go to as we've talked about in the show for um for several months. Um how do uh, how are people actually going to be able to pick their lottery numbers if they do want to do that, as opposed to the computer selecting them?
2: On Monday, they get a basically a uh, email Form. to go to their account. They okay. go to their account and they literally pick the numbers on each ticket just as they would on a regular lottery ticket.
0: And this can be done at any time during the week.
2: This can be done at any time before Sunday at ten o'clock in the morning. At that point, if they haven't done anything, they will be on the computer will assign them the tickets and send them an email with what the numbers are before the drawing.
0: And as we've said, as Dave has been mentioning, you know, that they take two or three of those tickets and they start with, to buy a ticket so people are clear and they know that it's a 50,000 units is what you need to buy one ticket. So if you turn that 50,000 into, let's say, 500,000, that would be 10 tickets. Absolutely. Now you can cash that out at any time at the table. You can
2: stop at any given point, and take use that, that ticket, one and ticket and take that ticket. Take those 10 and still play with all your other and tickets. And start with your other Absolutely. tickets. Okay, very But good. you cannot combine tickets. Right, right,
0: right. But if you've earned 10 tickets and go, "Okay, I'm good here. Let me put these aside." Can yeah. you at that point once you cash those those units out for those 10 tickets, can you pick your numbers at that same time and already have them reserved? Yeah, at
2: payment. that point, and at that point, you will have no choice because when you cash it in, you will, those ten tickets will come up, and you will either get an email if you haven't picked them, t- telling you, and the same rule will apply. If it's Sunday morning at ten o'clock and you haven't picked them, you will get one final notice, and then
0: if you don't, it randomly <coughs> selects them for
2: it you. That's just like when you go to the Seven yeah, Eleven
0: and say pick quick, quick pick. Yeah, all right, very good.
1: Uh, as i mentioned earlier uh some of the countries involved uh antigua is, is the was the first one when you started the project uh did you expect it to expand to a bunch of other islands
2: absolutely yeah absolutely
1: What's the response been? Is, is it kind of like a community down there where the other islands talk to each other and try to mm, help get people well,
2: involved? Well, most of them are cooperative, but there are, there are rivalries between islands.
1: And, and people actually choose which country the proceeds are going to go to.
2: When you go to the site, you pick the country that you wish to support. And once you've done that, that's where you're at. That's, that's part of your subscription. The only time you can change that would be the next year when, you're, when it renews. Okay,
1: and uh, one of the countries that's uh, going to be involved uh, apparently is uh, is Cuba, and uh, of course there's there's other obstacles to involved in in getting that going, but uh, certainly there'll be some uh, interest because of that, and I'm sure uh, maybe some of the media might uh, want to talk to you about that.
2: Well, I would like that, but the truth of the matter is is that there's no real involvement on a business level with the islands, and they are simply benefiting from our from our from our program. Uh, we are simply offering scholarships. The only say they have in the matter is which students get the scholarship. Okay.
1: And uh, it's been a long process. Uh, are you over the moon excited about this uh, taking off?
2: I've been excited about it taking off for the past year and a half.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything you'd like to
0: add? I, uh, Joe's got a question. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, is this game being run as a tournament that you can cash out at any time, or is it being run more like a cash game because that way you might want to stop, you're tired for the night, you come back with that same ticket, uh, whatever amount of units you had on it to try to increase into it, maybe try yes, to take somebody else Yes, you can, you can come down. and go
2: from the table. What we, we, we call it, uh, I don't know if this is correct poker terminology, we call it a six-and-a-half-day sit-and-go. Okay, all which right. means you can come and you can go. Yeah. It's twenty because people are all over the world, and well, you, you might be asleep and somebody in China might be playing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, the different hours and everything else. But I just didn't know if it's run like a a continual tournament where the blind structures keep going up and up and up, or if it's one set fixed number so that the cash you know so it it runs it could run like a tournament, but it's, it actually looks more like a cash like a cash game for for play.
2: Although we're experienced programmers, we don't have the necessary expertise to make some of those decisions. But in our back office, we have the options to set any 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 combination of variety. That
0: way, that way, for a poker player, I'm, I'm asking this as a Absolutely. poker player trying to see if you know this is what's going to entice me to play on this site. Hey, it's a six and a half day, but the blinds don't keep going all the way up to a point where if I decide to enter. Have to take it two days off. It could be, you know, astronomical the blinds and stuff. So th- it seems like this it runs very similar to a cash game with a tournament okay. format. Well,
2: not to make the equation, but much like sports betting sites uh, have an odds maker, right. uh, we will have a we will have a professional casino manager supervising the act the, act, the actual action when we start taking Perfect. money. Absolutely excellent. Uh,
1: and the benefits uh, is for basically not just students in general. It's for the uh, the Caribbean uh, nation's information technology
2: uh, Absolutely. Programs. It's because we firmly believe that that's the only future for the Caribbean islands. And we also uh, have a lot of experience. One of the reasons we ended up in Costa Rica is, is that they're either number one or number two in the world in IT, depending what year you look at it. And they have one of the best programming educations and they have incredible programmers. And we expect to be a big company, and we're also going to draw on some of our better recipients or some of our better performers with the uh, scholarships
1: to
2: to join us, to join our company. Absolutely. We plan to have cooperative programs for them where they can come and spend summers working for us, for example. And just to get, you know, because not that I'm knocking a college education but having a cooperative education and I had some experience myself with that in a place called Drexel University okay in Philadelphia they graduate ready to work rather than having all kinds of theory and then having to go back and become an apprentice I again uh,
1: this is going to be a worldwide game it 's not just a United States game, but there are uh some restrictions for the Caribbean countries that benefit they 're not going to be able to play for money they 'll be able to play for fun exactly okay and uh, but they
2: can have they can they can tell their friends and family that they absolutely, should absolutely. support their support their country. Uh, we do block uh certain countries that have very strict laws. Uh, aimed at uh persecuting or or incriminating the players we do not serve those countries uh, neither of the vietnams neither of the koreas and most of the middle eastern countries will also be blocked
1: okay and uh what is the promotional uh, aspect of the game as far as how you get the word out there that uh, this is going
2: well this is some an area where we're very concerned because We've had a lot of resistance from the conventional media to air our commercials, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What we're doing now is we have an active program that's going to the Caribbean newspapers first, announcing our project to the citizens of each of those ten countries and asking them to please tell their friends and family because most of these countries have in excess of their on-island population living elsewhere. Right. There are more Jamaicans in the United States than there are in Jamaica, right. for instance.
1: And not just in South Florida, but all over uh, all over the country, really.
2: Absolutely.
1: And uh, obviously they have something to benefit for their future generations, uh, having scholarship money available that uh, they're going to want to spread the word out there to not only uh, family, but friends as well.
2: Well, if you know the Caribbean island and the philosophy of most of the peoples of those islands, they frequently have a family member working four jobs in the state so they can send the rest of their family to college right. because they're very hard-working people and they're very, very industrious people and they don't mind working 18 hours a day if necessary to, to improve their situation in life. Okay.
1: And uh, what's the next step? Obviously, we'll be talking about it on this show when things kick off and, and when uh, lottery tickets are going to be available and how to get them. So, uh, uh Where do we stand right this minute until when you hope to have everything?
2: uh, Well, we feel, again, that January 1st is a realistic date for us to launch for real money. Okay.
1: And if there's a change, we'll let people know. Of course.
2: But we are... Well on target. We're well on track for that target, and uh, it, l- it looks like we're going to be successful at that uh, with that date.
1: Okay, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate uh, talking about this over the over the last several months, and and look forward to uh, this actually taking off here. But uh, uh, certainly the islands like uh, Grenada and Guyana, Trinidad, all, all the ones that people are familiar with, and even Cuba, that uh, it's going to benefit their people, their children students as they they go to uh, college and that sort of thing. And uh, let's hope it's just a huge success.
2: Yes, it will be. And not to correct your geography, but uh, Guyana is not an island. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's in Central America, right? He he
1: was was just testing you. He was just testing (laughs) you, Mark. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll be back with more of the show. We'll finish things up when we return. Uh, You're listening to Poker Action Line, and we'll be back right after this.
2: This is Poker Action Line.
1: However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, and you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the play for free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the play for real game becomes available later this year. Final segment of the program, our thanks to Mark Anton for uh, joining us here in the studio to talk about the game which uh, We'll get off, uh, looks like January 1st, and uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Uh, we've been talking about it for quite some time, but uh, uh, it's finally ready to go, and we're yeah, looking forward bet- to that.
0: They've been uh, beta testing it, and let's hope that, uh, you know, they got that thing ready to rock and roll on the 1st.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A uh, couple things I want to talk about again. We want to uh, pass along our congratulations to Michael Newman for winning over at the Seminole Hard Rock. Uh, they're finishing up with uh, the tournament obviously uh the main event was really kind of the finish of the action but uh they will be they had a couple going today they had a uh $250 buy-in uh with a 30k guarantee no limit holdem uh last night was a horse tournament uh, that finished up Philip Wee uh who we've talked about on the show he girl uh boyfriend girlfriend with uh, Lonnie Harwood uh have a relationship for quite some time so Phil also a very good player And uh, there was another tournament this evening that started at 6 p.m. was a finish up the uh, action 20K guarantee on a $100 buy-in. So uh, all these events, uh, really very successful over there. And then, of course, the Lucky Hearts will be the next big, well, actually the fun in the sun uh, will be at the end of December. And then when we get into January, we'll talk more about the Lucky Hearts Open.
0: Yep, yep. That's,
1: I can't wait for the
0: one in January. I'm
1: really hoping to make that uh, that seniors. seniors event there. Uh, the uh, hotel is going up, uh, is something like ten to fifteen floors. You could see in action, and they're still building upwards. Uh, we'll have the guitar shape and everything. It should be spectacular. But uh, so much going on over there, construction-wise, in that whole area out there. Um, In front of the hotel.
0: Yeah, they they intend to have this up. What is it by the end of? uh, Uh, I think it's going to be middle of 2019.
1: I think right around 2019 summer. (laughs) Pretty much. They want to make sure they have that thing up there
0: for the college football championship game that'll be there, and then the Super Bowl uh, down here at uh, the Hard Rock Stadium. It's going to be huge
1: here in South Florida, no question. Uh, Lucky Hearts is uh, obviously. one of the big tournaments on the schedule and and it just seems like they draw so many big names down here part of it's because of the poker night in america games that they uh, they they tack on but it seems to be a lot of these players i see so many players that are moving to south florida just to be around well, some of
0: these why events. wouldn't you but listen we got people who move in here all the time because of uh, the weather if you're a poker player now you've got the hard rock offering all these great different tournaments every two or three months, it seems like now, okay? The action that we get here in South Florida, no state tax, you know, think about it. This is, this is almost as perfect as it can get for a professional poker player between weather, financial situations as far as taxes are concerned here in the state, um, you know, your other games, I'll be honest with you, Dave, this doesn't surprise me. I knew once the state of Florida (laughs) took the handcuffs off of the poker rooms, and, you know, obviously you have a great property like the Hard Rock, who, you know, has just ballooned and has just done everything so first-class, so amazing, their associations with the WSOP now and the WPT, this has got nowhere up the ceiling. They, we, we still haven't seen the ceiling as to where yeah, they Yeah, absolutely.
1: Go. And, and the whole Seminole tribe has done such a great job. You have the smaller places like Brighton and Immokalee that are running their share of, of different smaller tournaments. But you think that it's pretty obvious that Tampa is going to be next to get some sort of major tour stop. Uh, they have a brand new, beautiful uh, poker room there that they just opened recently, and uh, the whole thing is is getting better and better uh, in the whole place, really.
0: Yeah, and you know, and obviously we know that they're looking for for to get complete gaming, which you know that we I thought that they would have already had by this year, but you know, even if it takes a few more years for that to occur you know they this they, they will become a destination hotel for people to come into they're hoping to be the only exclusive uh destination hotel i don't know if that'll be the case but regardless they have they have single-handedly helped this this south florida area which was already growing and had unbelievable numbers in poker get even better and attract you know worldwide you know worldwide class poker players to come and live here, if not full-time, they're probably here at least six months out of the year. Right. They, they've become the poker snowbirds, uh, so to speak, <laughs> of getting down here. So.
1: Absolutely. Uh, as far as the World Series of Poker uh, circuit goes, uh, they're actually going to have the World Series of Poker China coming up. Uh, that's uh, December 13th through the 22nd in uh, Sanya Hainan, China. So, uh, again, when we talk about Uh, Moving into new frontiers and developing the game around the world, India has taken off over the last year uh, to a huge uh, growth and aspect of that. Uh, China is next, uh, and, you know, with with millions and millions of people in these countries, uh, you know, the, the game is just growing leaps and bounds.
0: And, Dave, you know, as much as I love to hear that by bringing in, you know, other countries that have not, you know, been known for having poker players, or or at least that we know of, that it's common knowledge. You know what I would really love to see is, we've mentioned it before on the show, what I'd love to see is, how about we try to get more women here in the United States involved in, right. in this game. You just get that to happen, you know, you, you could grow by 15-20% overnight if you get more women to play this game and, um, you know, represent <laughs> their their population numbers are not being represented in the poker room right and and I think that is where you know these tournaments have to figure out a way to get this in there and poker room managers the whole poker industry has to get together to make this a more comfortable place and I believe we're definitely heading towards that obviously if you just look at the front page of any of these news things uh you know it's it's no longer a man's world so to speak uh where where they they can uh, do whatever they want without any consequences. And being a father of three daughters, I'm very happy about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as the circuit goes, right now they're playing in North Carolina at uh, Harris Cherokee. Uh, they've had several events. I think six rings have been handed out. T.J. Schulman, who we've had on the show, uh South Florida player here, uh, won event number one for 102000 Uh Some of the other winners, Matt Smith, uh, not the local Matt Smith here from South Florida that people might know, and not the one who uh, is a fantasy sports uh, champion that won over a million dollars on DraftKings. Uh, not him either, but uh, this is an OBGYN doctor from Dalton, Georgia. Uh, he won Event 2. Uh, event 3 won by David Jackson, who's from who plays in a lot of the events down here. He's from Jacksonville. And Event 4 won by Stephen uh, Reghaver. Uh, and so they're moving on the um, main event coming up uh, later in the week, and we'll be keeping an eye on that. As far as the WPT goes, next big tournament starts December 5th for the main event in uh, Las Vegas at the Bellagio, the WPT 5 Diamond World Classic. Uh, That is all coming up here, so there's plenty of stuff still happening. It kind of slows down over the holidays, but then we turn to January. You have Aussie Millions, PCA in the Bahamas, And uh, we'll have big stuff here as well, including the Lucky Hearts that I mentioned in January. Also, February will be Coconut Creek hosting their first ever WSOP Circuit. Now, have you been to the room up in uh, Coconut Creek?
0: No. I haven't been up in that area in, oh, my God, at least two or three years. You know, I uh, never took the ride once we used to do. remember when we used to do the show. it It was up the road a little bit but uh no that's that's a nice little ride for me from my house to get up there, yeah,
1: absolutely uh so we will uh, keep an eye on all those tournaments as well and be reporting on them over the next few weeks. again, we're working on a few guests uh for people as well uh certainly looking forward to uh to two thousand eighteen with the with the Pennsylvania coming online sometime,
0: hopefully in, in the, the summer. year,
1: probably summer or fall even they're they're talking about. Uh, maybe even October. Yeah,
0: well, they said we had to remember our guest told us about nine months uh, it took from New Jersey.
1: Yeah, got you know, to do all the licensing and all the background checks and everything.
0: Yeah, depending on how neighborly New Jersey feels uh, with Pennsylvania, which which, <laughs> which I don't know if that's possible, but, uh, you know. You yeah, would know better than I. Well, listen, you know, you kind of... You know, through trials and and, uh, tribulations there, you're just trying to learn how to get this done. Hopefully, the other states, if they're going to co-mingle and do all of this, help them Get their licensing and everything done a, a little bit quicker than the uh, their you know the other states that have gone on to have online poker.
1: So we talked about uh, your health issues this year, and uh, you're looking great. Uh, I appreciate it. You, you know,
0: it's like uh, what was that, guy that was like Fernando Lamas. It's better to look good than to feel good. Yeah, I guess definitely. So. Do you want to go back and uh, do some uh, more poker dealing? Uh, not until I'm 100%. Yeah. Not until I'm 100%, to be honest with you. and uh, A
1: lot of strain and focus and concentration. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it is, and uh, we'll discuss that off the air <laughs> more, more than on the air.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. There's lots of stuff going on in 2018. Um, you know, our congratulations to uh, big local winners here for a lot of tournaments. Uh, you know, Michael Newman's a guy that... Uh, I've talked to him a couple of times, but uh, certainly all of a sudden now he's won an event. You look forward to having him on the show. So uh, Shetty is a, uh, the one story I didn't really get into as we close the show here. Uh, Sh- Shetty Siddiqui is uh, one of the ambassadors. for. Yeah, you uh, mentioned that Yeah, earlier. I mentioned right. that. But uh, the story that people don't know is that... Uh, he lost his wife earlier this year oh, so uh, in in, in March of this year. He has two two sons. I believe one is around seven. The other maybe eleven or oh twelve.
0: Oh my God! So his wife was very his young. wife,
1: thirty nine years old, had a heart attack at work one day. Wow! And wow. just uh, you know, did not make it through that. Uh, certainly, look forward to uh, having Shetty on to talk about. I mean, it's been a painful. Uh, uh, existence, and he has to raise you, the two sons, but he's trying to keep his career going.
0: Well, let me tell you something. I'd love to talk to him because you know, as both of you guys here in the studio with me know my friend Paul, who's like my brother that we've known for 12. He he also lost his wife at the same age, at oh, 39, wow. to cancer, and, you know, had to raise three daughters. Mm. Okay, and uh, anything I can help with that or even get him to speak with my friend uh it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, but you know it well, can be done. And I'm sure I'm hoping his family and her family are all helping with the boys and everything else. Yeah. It's you know it's a it's a complete tragedy. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't he wasn't
1: able to go to Vegas this summer as he usually does. Uh, it certainly cut down on his traveling. But luckily, there are big tournaments here that he's able to play. Uh, you know, the the parenting is tough enough without uh, well, having two parents. He's
0: going to need. I mean, listen, it's it's so difficult, especially in the in the world that he's in you need somebody to be there to take care of your children because you know poker is at night most of the time you know if you're playing these tournaments and you're successful you're it's going to be long days so you need you know you need someone that you really trust and hopefully love a whole lot that love your children the same way to be able to to bring them up the way you want to bring them up and that shows them some some you know values and Have to deal with them because they're going to have issues with their mother passing away. Maybe not now, but in a year from now. So I'll be praying for that man and his family. And, um, you know, hopefully, if I can do anything to help, I'd love to.
1: Well, he did finish fourth in the tournament. Uh, He had a lot of people on his rail, obviously, and a lot of people really pulling for this story to uh, come to fruition. But unfortunately, uh, you know, it doesn't always work that way. But uh, he did have a great tournament and, and made a nice paycheck. So uh, I did talk to him a little bit over the weekend. So I was there last night. So it's really uh, uh, something that the South Florida community, poker community, has really gotten behind.
0: Excellent. And they, as well they should.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll be back with another show next week. Uh, talk about more things in the world in the world of poker. Um, we'll get into uh, some of the... Uh, uh, legislators uh, trying to block online poker again. Uh, we didn't have much time to talk about that tonight, but we will get to that next week and see what the fallout from that is will be. Uh, thanks for being with us, Gio. Thanks for all your help on the show, as usual. And Joe, thanks for uh, for being here as well.
0: Alrighty, well, thank you for having me, and uh, everybody have a wonderful night, and good luck at the table.
1: Yeah, as we turn to December, hang with us.